everybody. This is uh, Dom Lewis, and this is the Philly Sports 4 for 4 podcast. Um, this is a special episode I'm recording um, because of the recent uh, news in Philly sports. So um, today, which is March 29th, um, <clears throat> could possibly be the worst day in Philly sports since, um, I don't even know when we've been on such a high. I don't know the last time we really had a bad day, but today would be one of those days. Um, today was definitely a bad day in Philly sports. Um, let's just start out with the obvious. I know everyone has heard. Joel Embiid is out indefinitely um, with an orbital fracture to the left eye um, after a collision in last night's game with Markel Foltz, um, who recently just came back from shoulder injury. Um, we've been <laughs> so excited to have him back and uh, <clears throat> just an absolute freak accident. Um, Markel going for the ball. Um, <clears throat> MB, you know, um, him going for the ball and just bang a collision and here we go. Injury. <clears throat> Absolute freak action. I think this has, uh, nothing to do with, um, his injury history. Well, he has had an orbital fracture before, um, <clears throat> when he played at Kansas, but, I think this just was an absolute freak accident. I don't think this speaks to him and his durability by any means. Um, but he is out indefinitely with this orbital fracture. Uh, news came down today, officially around, I think it was around quarter of eight <clears throat> this evening. Um, I had heard some reports earlier in the day uh, on the radio around three o'clock or so that it was a possible orbital fracture. Uh, and it was some good sourcing. So um, <clears throat> I kind of had an idea that it that's what it was. I just kind of waited for it to be official. And it came down officially uh, this evening um, from Zach Lowe. And the Sixers also tweeted it out and put it on their website. Um, just so this is just terrible, to be honest with you. This is downright terrible, to be honest. Um you know, there's no way of hiding it. There's no way of sugarcoating it. It's just, it's just absolutely uh, not good. <clears throat> Considering that the Sixers are literally um, eight games have eight games left in the regular season and are fighting for the third seed in the um, Eastern Conference. Uh, so we're fighting for a home court advantage opportunity as well as higher seeding. And we need every inch that we can get because we're really fighting. We're jousting for a position with Cleveland. And um, I don't know where that leaves us, to be honest with you, um, guys. I, I really don't. Um, the way I see it right now, the Sixers would have to. I said the Sixers in the last podcast, I said the Sixers would win 48 games. And I think they still can't have. All they have to do is go 500 the rest of the way to win 48 games. Um, 
but it's I don't know if that'll be enough um, because we have a game against Cleveland on April the 6th and I know that that game was going to be a big deal um, as far as playoff positioning and I don't know if the Sixers win that game now considering what happened uh, yesterday and Embiid being out indefinitely um, I don't know I don't know I really don't and it's just it's just bad news because I think that <clears throat> Embiid gave us a sense of I would say not invincibility but we were hard we would be hard to beat in any series that we played it didn't matter who we played we would be a hard team to beat and I know Ben Simmons is great and he, he's wonderful he really is and <clears throat> we, our bench has been playing well but Joel Embiid is the I said it in the last podcast Joel Embiid is the anchor of this team and without him all the hopes of being an elite team go out the window and it sucks because I didn't think that we had to rely just on one player it's not that we're, we are relying on him but he is that big of a piece where if you miss him you can kiss uh, being elite bye bye so I think time is going to tell um, obviously we don't know much right now we just know that He's out indefinitely. He will have surgery in the upcoming days. Sixers play tomorrow. They play Atlanta tomorrow night, which is Friday night. <clears throat> and then they have a um, another game against Charlotte on Sunday. So, MB will definitely be out. It initially was reported that he would just be out those two games, but he is out indefinitely now. So, you can really count on him probably missing the rest of the regular season. Um, I'm just hoping that he can come back for the playoffs. Initial reports say that orbital fractures can be, it's a two to four week recovery. Um, yeah, I, I don't know much to say about that. I, mean, I would hope so. I would hope that he can come back within two to three weeks, but uh, there's no telling at this point. We don't even know when he's going to have surgery. So there's no telling when he would ever come when he would come back from this, if at all this season, um, including the postseason. So and then if he comes back, you know, he's gonna have to play with a mask. And um Yeah, you know, there's no telling how his game is going to have to adjust with him having a mask on. So this is definitely a, a major blow to the Sixers in their season. Um, I would I would hope that the players don't get down, um, considering that this is a young team, and that they've been through so much adversity with injuries already. I'm hoping that they don't get down. I'm hoping that they learn from this and fight through the adversity. Um, and I, I'm hoping that they rely on the veterans of the team to fight through that adversity. But um, this is no doubt a major blow to the Sixers in their season and only time is going to tell as far as um, what 
will happen next with the Philadelphia 76ers. So, um, yeah, I mean, that was the first blow, well, the major blow of today. Um, The Phillies also opened up their uh, season today against the Atlanta Braves um, and got out to a great start. Noah was dealing today. Um, He pitched five and one-third innings. Um, He only allowed one earned run. I think he had 68 total pitches. And then Gabe Kapler pulled him. And, um, yeah, he tried to rely on the bullpen, and the bullpen sucks. Because the bullpen gave up eight runs, and Atlanta came back and beat the Phillies eight to five today. Um, And they did all of that work in four and two-thirds innings. And I'm just, I'm flabbergasted at what Kapler did, um, pulling Noah so early, especially when he seemed like he was dealing, like he could have threw at least 20 more pitches in the game, um, probably went another inning and a half or inning and a third maybe, but I'm just, I think that Kapler outsmarted himself and just, you know, I don't know. To me, it just... (laughs) I hate to say it, but it, it, it seemed like a a Chip Kelly type of move. And I don't even like to bring that man's name up. It's almost like a cuss word to me. So I, I don't even like to say his name, but that's how it seemed. It seemed like he just completely tried to outsmart himself and um, relied on the analytics. That's just how it seemed to me. Um, it could be very well different. It could be a he could have a different strategy altogether. It could have not been the analytics. He could have been something that he saw, but um, that was just a he's he's going to get ripped for this, and as he should, because um, I think the Phillies had that game in hand, and he lost in that game. And you don't come here and you don't come to Philly and do that. Um, we've been through enough bad coaches. Enough bad coaching, enough um, culture shocks and all that stuff. We've been through enough enough of that here. And for him to do that, he's going to get chewed out by uh, the fans and everyone else, as he should. He wanted to take he wanted to take that take those lumps because uh, that was uh, appalling what he did today. So. Um, Phillies lose after being up five to nothing. That just, it that disappoints me. Um, you know, I felt really excited about the Phillies. And, you know, I know we talked about in the last podcast, um, it was a big question mark, um, but they were leaning in the right direction by making all these acquisitions. I feel like in <laughs> in one day, all of that was stripped away. Um, I just, as soon as I, as soon as I saw it, saw it, I was just like, oh, the Phillies suck. I was like, they're going to suck. And I hate that I said that. I hate that I feel that way because they may not suck. They may pull it together. It just may be just one game. I may be overreacting like the typical, um, you know, Philly fan that's been heartbroken over the years. But, um, you know, I may not be thinking logically, but just 
seeing that just it just disappointed me and it put me in a place where it's just like oh not this kind of not this not this again I can't go back to being a miserable Philly sports fan I can't go back to losing I can't go back to I can't go back to being miserable being a miserable I can't go back to that and that's how that made me feel that along with him B getting hurt and then Michael Norworth came back last night uh, for the Flyers. He came back and then he got hurt again. And it was like, oh, are we kidding right now? It's like, yeah, I just talked about all of this winning and all of this success that the Philadelphia teams are having. And then boom, in the blink of an eye, we go right back to being Philly. Injury bug struck us. Now I feel like, you know, I, I don't want to feel like a hopeless fan, but what are we supposed to do? Like, you know, you get two steps forward, you take two steps forward to get three steps back. This is crazy. And I, you know, I it's just maybe I'm just overreacting. Um, maybe it's just, hey. Take it easy. You're doing too much right now. We don't know all of the facts. I get it. I get it. I'm supposed to be an evolved fan. I get it. I understand that. Um, us as fans, we the the misery has has supposed to fade away. It's supposed to be gone from us. <laughs> you know, we won the Super Bowl. There is no more. There is no more miserable Philly sports fan. It's just all love. It's just all bliss. Don't matter what else happens. Anybody else. We finally won the Super Bowl. I get it. But hey, this was a blow today. We get bad news on top of bad news on top of bad news. It puts you right back in that mindset of where you used to be. And that's what... That's the kind of day it's been as a Philadelphia sports fan. That's the kind of day it's been. Um, you know, it's one of those days where you have to hold on to the fact that you did win the Super Bowl because you're dealing with so much bad news in one day. Um, and it sucks. It sucks. It does. But hey, we'll see where the surgery is. Surgery when it happens for Embiid and what the timetable is that they said it. He's just out indefinitely right now. That's all we know. So there is no timetable on um, when he'll be back. If he'll be back. There is no timetable on that. Neuberth, there is no timetable on him coming back right now. He re-aggravated his injury that he had. So there is no timetable. Phillies, let's see if they learn from their mistakes. Because I think they actually have tomorrow off. And uh, I think they actually um, will play again Saturday. So we'll see what happens with them. We'll see if Kapler uh, learns from his mistakes. Um, But he better fix it quick, honestly. This better not happen again with him. Um, Because the loss was on him today. Wasn't on that team. That team had that game. They, They were winning that game. And the way he managed today, just 
it was appalling. Like, for him to do that, to cost them that game. But maybe it's just a lesson learned, and he knows now he can't put his bullpen in that kind of position because they can't come through for him. Not those players. So, you know, maybe he'll, maybe he'll learn from that. Maybe he'll adjust. Um, there's 161 more games to go in the season, so maybe he will adjust, you know, and he'll get it together. Um, can't lose hope on the Philly yet, so they only played one game. But that was just, I, I, it just, it makes you angry as a fan that that happened today. That was terrible. That was awful. Embiid, his injury, that was a blow today, and it let all of us down. Um, and it just feels terrible because um, I know that this time the Sixers weren't doing anything shady to try to hide that from us. I know that this time it wasn't an injury like, oh, Embiid is not durable, he can't stay healthy. It wasn't that type of injury. It really was a freak accident. And it happened at this part of the season, this part of the season, this juncture where we're eight games left, we're ramping it up for the playoffs, and look what happens. In a game against the New York Knicks that we ended up blowing them out anyway, I'm just like, I cannot believe this happened. I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully, uh, Villanova has a great game on Saturday against Kansas, and they make it to the national championship. And then win it all on Monday. Uh, I still see Nova as, well, everyone still sees Nova as the favorite. They're a really good team. They're a darn good team. So, Nova, favorite, I think they're favored by five points, five and a half points maybe for Saturday's game against Kansas. That's going to be a really good game. As I said before, Brunson against uh, Graham. Brunson was just named uh, AP. Uh, player of the year, college player of the year. So that was amazing. Uh, a big shout out to Jalen Brunson. Um, he is a really, really good player, and I can't say that enough because I just, I just really like his game. I really do, I, and he deserved to be player of the year. So big shout out to him. Big shout out to Villanova. That that program is amazing. Um, I think they're actually already in San Antonio, so they're getting ready to ramp it up. For uh, this final, for this this national championship run, I should say, um, and I think that we won't be disappointed. Um, I don't think we'll be disappointed with them. I mean, I I'm already not disappointed. In them. I mean, they made it to the final four, second time in three years. This team is a really good team. Program is a really good program. So, a big shout out to them. Um, also, um, to end on a great note or a high note, I should say. Maurice Cheeks inducted into the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame today. Amazing, amazing, amazing. It's just, it's great to see one of ours, another one of ours, making it to the Hall of Fame and get their just due. Uh, Maurice Cheeks is a champion. He was a, he was the point guard for that 83 Philadelphia 76ers team um, with Doc and Moses and Andrew Tony. He was the, he was the point guard of that team. So uh, he also coached here for a while. And I enjoyed him being here as a uh, as our head coach. So, a big shout out to Maurice Cheeks. He's a great man, well deserved. Um, even though people argue that hey, his numbers don't say that he should be in the Hall of Fame, I think his overall contributions to the game as a player and as a coach 
earn him the right to get into the Hall of Fame. Um, so, big shout out to Maurice Cheeks, Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame class of 2018. Um, good job. Good job, Mo Cheeks. So, I think I'm going to just sign off here. Um, I'm just going to, I don't want to end on a bad note. That's why I wanted to end with Maurice Cheeks getting in the Hall of Fame. I also want to tell everyone just to, you know, hey, I might have just ranted on this podcast for 20 minutes and been pissed off about what's going on, what happened today in Philly sports, but you know what? I'm going to be optimistic. I'm going to be hopeful. I'm going to hope that Embiid gets back in time for the playoffs. I'm just going to hope that he rests all the way out until the playoffs start and then he comes back as the <laughs> the Phantom of the Opera and just gives everyone buckets. That's what I hope. I hope that... um Neuvers makes it back in time for the NHL playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs, and that he plays his behind off because um, the Flyers need it. The Flyers need good goaltending in order to uh, in order to make a run. They do. Um, I think they have the talent, and I think they they have been playing at a high level, but they need good goaltending in order to make that run. So um, I'm going to remain hopeful for um, their goaltending situation to get straight. Um, and for the Phillies, I want to remain optimistic that they uh, that they shape up, that Gabe Kapler leads his team the right way, and that it, he does continue to be bold, uh, whatever that may mean. <laughs> hope he continues to be bold, and I hope that the uh, Phillies shape it up, or you know, get it right, and um, really, really compete in some of these games this year, and really make it worthwhile um, to watch baseball in August and September. So we'll see what happens. I'm not going to lose hope. I'm just going to um, be pissed off for a second and then wake up tomorrow and tomorrow's a new day. And I'm just going to remain hopeful. So um, this is a special edition of the Philly Sports 444 podcast. I'm your host, Dom Lewis. You can follow me, follow the podcast on social media at 444 podcast that's f-o-u-r-f-o-r the number four podcast um you can email the podcast at four for four podcast at gmail.com you can subscribe to the podcast on itunes and google play as well as you can find all the recordings and uh episodes on anchor.com slash dom lewis and yeah if you have any questions please feel free to tweet me email me Whatever, however you got to get in contact with me, whatever way you want to get in contact with me, I appreciate all the love, all the support, um, everything that you guys do. I just appreciate, even if I, even if you disagree with me, I appreciate you disagreeing. So thank you for listening. This is Dom Lewis signing off. I'll see you next time.